Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book Debt-Free Degree, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225 as we talk about your life and your money. 888-825-5225. Brandon is with us in Denver to start off this hour. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm wonderful, sir. How are you today? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Perfect. Uh, I am a one-third owner of an LLC that owns uh, three rental properties within it. The LLC is owned one-third by myself, one-third by my brother, one-third by my parents. We all kind of got into business together about seven years ago. We would like to dissolve the LLC because we're all kind of at different points of our life and would like to be able to go do different things. Everything's good relationally, and we're trying to figure out the best way to do that without a really dramatic capital gains tax hit or if there's any way to to do that. Can you... We um, all purchased into the LLC for about 210000 each and bought rental property uh, that was about $630,000 in value. It's now grown to about a million ninety-five, which would mean each of our current stake in the LLC is about three sixty-five. We want to know, can we divvy up the LLC based on the property values of when we bought them so that we can then each pay the capital gains tax later if we ever were to sell the properties? Or do we have to do that now as of current market value? You're going to have to get with a uh, a tax professional. I probably would go so far as to recommend a, a tax attorney to help you okay. walk through this. So your yeah, game plan, is: do all days. three properties yeah. have similar equities, and so you're just going to each take a property? Unfortunately, no. One, one is uh, two of them are very similar. They're both fourplex units that are currently very, very similar. One is a single town home. The two fourplexes are probably worth about four hundred and twenty to four hundred and fifty thousand each. Not the counting, townhome. not counting the capital gains. Uh, does anyone necessarily want to really have a huge desire to keep any of these properties? We all would love to keep the properties because the real estate end is something all three of us would like to do long term. We're just looking to dissolve the partnership um, to keep good relationships and to make sure that we don't ever run into an area where where we're trying to okay so if they're if they're unequal one of you is going to give another one some money and the property which which would work actually the best the way that is my my brother would like to take the smaller of the properties and then um be able for us to to pay him for the difference of what the value would be and so what what that which is no problem we we have my wife and I have the the money to do that uh my parents have the money to do that we would have no okay, problem I, I'll tell that. you how I think you can do it but you're going to have to go to somebody that's uh about two notches smarter than me to be sure okay, okay. there's a thing called a 1031 tax deferred exchange and that is how yep. we used to trade properties in the old days you you know you'd pick out a property that you wanted i had a property and we would trade the properties and the capital gains are the gains moved one property to the other and there was no activation of the gain no taxes okay yes sir now they've advanced that uh okay to where you can sell a property into a special escrow account for a 1031 tax deferred exchange 
And then you have a certain number of days, I believe it's like 60 days or something like that, to select the next property and roll your equity into that. And uh, when you do, it is, it is considered a trade. And so there is no taxes. The capital gain, the, your basis moves from your old property into the new property. So eventually, someday, somebody's going to get the tax hit. But for now, you've moved your equity and your taxable gains over into the other property. So what I'm thinking here is that you guys might be able to flip this whole thing into that escrow account and use that escrow account to parse out each of you getting one of the three. In other words, you guys sell it uh, into the escrow account, and then each of you buy the property that you want out of that escrow account under a 1031 tax-deferred exchange umbrella. That might work. That that was our hope initially. We actually have been to at least one accountant so far that's told us that's not an option because since the properties are owned by the LLC, that the LLC would have to then yeah. buy the properties that you can't that you wouldn't be able to transfer them to individual ownership. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Okay. So much for my theory. Yeah. I think I think I you got I think you got better that. advice from him than you did me. Okay, <laughs> crap! I just try to keep from giving the government money. Uh, <laughs> you and me both, brother. You and me both. Uh, 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 let me think here. Let me tell you. I think I think the other thing you can do is that um, you guys are going to have to trade some money with each other. But if one of you kept the, all the shares in the LLC, that one is going to have no gain. Right. The other two are going to have gains when you move it out, and the one that keeps the shares in the LLC that doesn't have any gains is going to have to morally want to have to help pay the taxes to the the, the other two create when you move them out. Which is which is absolutely an option that we looked at, kind of just making sure with with that, both morally and legally, if we were to do that, and then that person who is not taking the capital gains hit, would it be both moral and legal to exchange funds you know, to the people that are taking the capital yes. gains hit? Under the gift under the gift tax yes. law, or would yes. that person then have to? Okay, you could do it under gift tax law, and if it's in excess of the uh, the, the this uh, this next year's gift tax limit, which I don't remember what it is, it's probably fourteen thousand or so. It's indexed; it changes every year. And if and if it's in excess of that, unless you guys have estates over twenty million dollars each, you can do a unified estate tax credit and avoid the gift tax, and you can move any amount. Oh, I didn't think about going that route. Okay, yeah. We, the, my parents would be over the twenty thousand, but they would probably be the one that would keep the share of the LLCs. Twenty million, um, if we did, or twenty million. Excuse me. Yeah, they yeah. they have a, a net worth over that, but they we could probably do it that way. Okay. That, wow. there, there's a way to do that. Wow. And um, you know, I uh, this is a great this is a great riddle. I love it. It's a wonderful riddle to work through it because, but there's there is a way to do it and screw the government. I promise you, there is. And I'm going to find it eventually. On a mission, I'm going to keep on this because there's a way to do it that is legal and moral under the current tax law. You've just got to think it through. And uh, so far, two of the ideas didn't work. But uh, uh, yeah, you can you can move some money around. I can give anybody money. I, just if I give them more than the gift tax indexed amount, which I can't remember what that is this year, but um, I've got a cheat sheet here somewhere. Uh, hmm. Well, can't even find that. Oh, well. Uh, oh, well, 
Oh, no, it's 15000 15000 right now, and it's going to go up. So, okay, so you can move 15000 but your ta- your capital gains is going to be more than k on these things because you've gone from, you've doubled, you've gone to 600000 and 200000 each. Yeah, 300000 200000 yeah. Well, your capital gains probably only going to be thirty grand a piece on these things. It's not bad. Well, depending on, if you if you depreciated them down pretty heavy, maybe it might be more than that. It might be 40000 but um, you can get pretty close to on the 15. You can do 15 one year, 15 another year, and not even get in the Unified Estate Tax Credit, maybe. There's a way to do this. It's just a barrel of fish hooks that you're going to have. It's like when my ski rope gets tangled. I have to sit and take an hour and untangle it. But, you know, that's what you got here. Fun! This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Yes, folks, mortgage rates are really low. And while that's great news, watch out for mortgage lenders with a slick pitch claiming they have the lowest rates. Those deals often come with bad advice and hidden fees. Instead, I want you to call Churchill Mortgage to buy a new home or refinance because they think like I do. Call today, 888-LOAN-200 or churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement, NMLS ID 1591, NMLSconsumeraccess.org, Equal Housing Lender, 1749 Mallory. Lane, Suite 100, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Alina is with us in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Alina. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I just had a quick question. I'm making my debt snowball, and I'm currently, uh, I have a list right now for everything besides student loans and collections. Now, I'm currently still in school. Do I pay off the student loans, or do I go towards the collections since the student loans are in deferment right now? How much longer do you have in school, Alina? Um. If I continue two more years, if I stop and finish every pay everything off, would be I would take a break for a year. Okay, are you cash flowing away the rest of your college experience right now? No, that's why I was planning on stopping to bring it back to cash flow. Okay, all right. So there's a difference in paying everything off while you're ta- taking time off to pay everything off, right. or taking time off because you can't cash flow it. Yeah, which is it? Um, I'm taking time off because I can't cash flow it and don't want to get more in student debt. Okay. 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 And during that time, you're going to pile up money to go back to school first, or you're going to get out of debt first? Um, it would be paying off my debt and then start, uh, saving for school. Gotcha. Okay. Because if you quit school, you're going to activate these student loans. Right. Right. All right. How much debt do you have total again? Um, total is about twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Twenty-three. What are you studying? Yeah. Finances. And how much of the twenty-eight is student loan? Only eleven. And what is in? How much is in collections? About seven. Okay. What's that from? Uh credit cards and what is that called cash advance loans and how long has it been since you've paid on those that are in collections um majority of them are like a little over a year okay okay 
And what is the other $10,000? Um, <clears throat> personal loans, uh, my lease, my uh, a credit card that's active at the moment, and what else is it? Okay, your lease. Yeah. Yes. What do you mean, your lease? Um, the lease payment. What are you leasing? I put that in there. A lease, a car. Oh. Okay, so what do you owe on your car? What's it take to pay the car off? About a little less than 4000 just about four. So you're almost at the end of it? Yes. Well, are you working right now? I am. How, How much you are you making? Yeah. Yearly is about thirty four. Okay. Hmm. What do you do? What do you do, Elise? Alina? I am in training to be an accountant. Okay, so the student loans, you're not paying anything on those. Collections, you're not hardly paying anything on it. No. So it's almost as if you're out of debt now in terms of what your monthly exposure is. So why can't you cash flow school if you don't pay on the student loans and you don't pay on collections right now? Because that's the majority of your debt. I didn't think of that. How much does it cost you to go to school a semester? About... It's been about three thousand, give or take. Okay. Yeah, three k. So you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, you still can do that. Mm-hmm. You still can do that. What's your monthly payment on this lease? Three fifty. And it's going to be over in just a few months, right? Right. Correct. And yeah. what are you going to do at the end of that for a car? Um, I actually have a car. Okay. That I did a stupid decision and went for the lease, but I'm going to go back to my regular car there we go. and give the, up the lease. And it's paid for. And it's paid for. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we get the co- we get the lease paid off. Mm-hmm. We leave the collections mm-hmm. and collections. Don't pay on the student loans. You don't loans. pay mm-hmm. on the student loans. And you cash flow college. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. And you don't have to quit. Yeah. And uh, you cut up these credit cards because yes. you're just digging yourself into a deeper hole. That's later. a good catch. All right. So because we're talking about these credit cards, you say you still have currently open. So you need to stop borrowing money right now. Well, yes, I'm that one getting paid off next month actually, and it's getting closed out. Is okay. it cl- is it cut up? Yes. You sure? You sure? Yeah, you just said it was active. You, you could be honest with it, me. Well, it's, <laughs> it's open as active, but it's I'm, not. I don't swipe it. I can't swipe it because it's cut up. You did cut the card in half, literally. I sure did. Okay. Okay. I'm proud of you. Yeah. There go we ahead. go. Yeah. All right. That's a good sign. Yeah. All right. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get in Ramsey mm-hmm. Plus. Yes, sir. We're going to pay for it for you. And that includes Financial Peace University, the Every Dollar Premium app, everything you need to get through this, kiddo. There's no reason for okay. you to quit school. I want yeah. you to keep going. Yeah. But you're okay. going to take an extra job, and you're going to have about one more year. You're going to be real tired this year. Yeah. Because you're going to work all the time and go to school all the time. But here's what's going to happen at the, at the end of that year. You're going to have no current credit card debt. You're going to have no car debt. And you're going to have gotten rid of the personal loan. So the only debt that you have, you're not making payments on. And then you'll be able to cash flow school originally. Uh, does that make sense? It does. And I think you can stay in school and do every bit of this. But you're going to be working a lot. Yeah. That's $6,000 a year. You can do that, Alina. And honestly, maybe even consider looking at Uber. And since you're online and you already have two years into it, uh, maybe even consider going online doing some tutoring so you can make up your own hours so it doesn't get in the way of your education process. But you can get the $6,000 just from doing a side gig. Yeah, you can deliver pizzas and get that. Yeah. 
And so knock this stuff out. Get that car gone. Get that uh, credit card, the active credit cards gone. Leave the stuff that's in collections in collections. The student loans are, are still stagnant while you're in school. Yes. So you're not having a cash flow there. Then all we got to come up with is three grand a semester, and you can get that. Yeah. And, and so, it, but you're going to have to be on a real detailed plan, and it's like an obsession for you. That I'm going to school with adding no more debt, and then when you come out of school, you can address that remaining eighteen thousand very, very quickly, and you will know how to do it because I'm going to teach you how. Anthony's going to teach you how in Financial Peace University with Ramsey Plus. So I'm going to give you a one-year membership, and you go through every detail of that, and you do everything I say to do. And if you do that, you're going to come out and be going touchdown. Yes, you're going to be going a freaking one. And don't go make up your own plan. Ours works. Yeah. <laughs> All right? So hold on. Kelly will pick up, and we're going to get you signed up as a gift. And uh, I don't want you to quit school. I want you to finish. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're 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 a neat young lady. And Very Dave, cool. And some people probably ask themselves, well, how come Dave didn't tell her to stop and, and pay off her debt? Because she's already halfway there. That's three grand. Yes. Yeah. She's so, not going to an expensive school. No. If she told me she was going to spend $50,000 a year, yes. she's quitting. Right. Because right. there's no way she's cash flowing that. Right. This is within reach. Yes. And the student loans can sit there. That's what they're designed to do for a student. Absolutely. And the collections, they can sit there too. Absolutely. And the longer they sit there, the more uh, pliable they'll get. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only, only, only on the day Ramsey show. But at, at the same time, though, $6,000 a year, that's less than the average. Way um, less. You know, that's the average is ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. So she's in a good position to go on ahead and cash flow that then her Oh yeah, Kelly, give her give her his debt free degree book too. Absolutely. To yeah. go with the Ramsey Plus package. I oh like my gosh, she definitely needs that. that. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't think and about I, giving away your book. Absolutely. What's absolutely. wrong with you? Go ahead and give her destroy your student loan debt so she can already read that as well. Just yeah, give just her, give give her everything. Just give her everything. <laughs> So give, I'm sorry, Kelly. Kelly's looking at us like, what's going on? So right. give her Ramsey, Ramsey Plus, debt-free degree. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's about to cuss us out, but I'm that's with right. the boss, so I'm good. Well, that's, uh, ain't nothing new about that. <laughs> Open phones at 888-825-5225. Here's the thing. How do you eat an elephant? Well, a bite, bite at, at a time. time. With a freaking plan. Yes. You don't randomly run up and take a chunk out of it. That's good. You've got a plan, and you execute step by step by step through that plan, and it will take you into your future. Yes. And then when somebody asks, you can say, I'm living the dream. Yes, sir. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Listen, there are some basic things that you should be doing to take care of your family. A roof over their head, food to eat, a car to get you from A to B, and term life insurance. Term life insurance is an immediate need no matter where you are in the baby steps since your family is at no greater risk than when you're in debt. The only place I send you for this is to Xander Insurance. They shop all the top insurance companies and they're committed to serving you. That's why I use them and have recommended them for over 20 years. Go to Xander.com. Or call 
Happy Veterans Day to all of those that, of you that are serving and have served. On the debt-free stage, we continue that uh, in the appropriate fatigues they're here. And uh, Larry and Melissa are with us from Phoenix uh, right here on the debt-free stage in Nashville. Hey, guys. Welcome. Hi. Hello. So you're obviously military. That or you went to a supply store. <laughs> <laughs> a surplus store, right? Yes. Dave, I think we have our own sur- surplus store. You got your own at home, yeah. <laughs> Been serving a while, have you? Yes. Okay. What do you guys do in the military? Uh, so I'm public health. Mm-hmm. And I'm a military police officer. Public wow. health Public health must be really exciting right now in the military. Yes, sir. Woo! Perfect time to serve. Wow. Yeah, wow. Amazing. How long have you guys been in? Uh, 18 years. Both? Yeah, I've been in 17 years. Okay. Did you meet there? Uh, in a military training class. Wow, very cool, mm-hmm. very cool. And both of you made a career out of it. Thank you for your service. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Thank All you. right, how much debt have you paid off? Uh, we paid off 135000 Very cool. How long did this take? Two years, nine months. Very good. And your range of income during that time? About 137 to 147 Very cool. Good. Very neat. What kind of debt was the 135 So it was all consumer, um, just credit cards and car loans. Just that simple? Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. That's some nice cars. Yeah. Yes, sir. That or you just went hog wild on a credit card. And a I lot don't of know va- which. A lot of vacations. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did y'all sell any of the cars or you just paid them off? Uh, so we traded in both. Okay. Um, and got different cars um, so we could get quick, you know, move quicker through Baby Step 2. Yeah. Nice. Got cheaper stuff. Cheaper stuff, yes. Okay. So what did you sell and what did you trade for? Uh, so I sold a GMC Acadia Denali Ooh. Uh, down to a... Honda Civic, which I love, Whoa! by the way. Honda Accord, Honda Accord. That would have fit in the back of the Denali. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, I traded a Cadillac CTS Coupe for a Ford Escape. Woo! <laughs> it, was, it was a sad day, Dave. Oh, oh, oh that one hurts. It was not easy. Oh, that hurts. Yes. You oh, guys wanted out of debt fast. We did. Fast. We did. Wow, that's impressive. Now, people had to be giving you a hard time. <laughs> yes. yes, they said we were crazy. You go from Denali and CTS to Escape and Civic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, the driveway's the driveway oh, wow. cringe. Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, sir. That had to be. That was really, all joking aside, emotionally painful days. Oh, yeah. I think more so for him. Yeah, I'm a car guy. Uh, <laughs> He's a car since guy. I've been younger, I've drove nothing but sports cars, so going to the Escape was a little rough for me. Yeah, that oh, CTS yeah. is a beast, too. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's a great car. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. How many weeks later was it that you just said, God, I'm so smart? Oh, I, th- uh, I think for me, I don't know. Uh, You're still wondering. Uh, yeah, I, was, uh, like, uh, I, was going, I was going with the flow, Dave. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, you got outranked or something here. I don't know what happened. That's true. All right. Very cool. Okay. So, um, well, the good news is is that uh, you've lived like no one else now. You can live and drive like no one else. You'll be able to pay cash and drive whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so, very, very cool. So what started this intense journey? Because you did a really hard thing on those cars. So uh, we came home to water leaking through the floorboards uh, that we had just charged $14,000 to install. Oh, no. Uh, and we thought we were safe with our home warranty that we had purchased with the, with the, you know, selling it with the buying of our home. Uh, and unfortunately, that, that didn't pan out for us. So uh, we made a lot of tearful phone calls to pr- plumbers. Uh, but we didn't have any money. Uh, the home warranty wouldn't cover us. We had no money in savings, and all of our credit cards were maxed out. Uh, so the water was turned off, and we had three kids in the house. Uh. So we were pushed pretty far to our limit. Uh, 
And uh, a plumber, out of the kindness of his heart or desperation in my voice, I'm not sure which one, uh, actually ended up coming out that night. And it ended up being a small feat. It was only $75 to fix the actual problem. Uh, but unfortunately, we went to bed with a feeling of dread that night. Wow. Uh, so we went out the next day to the library and uh, found the total money makeover mm. and uh, read it out loud uh, that weekend to each other. Uh, cried a lot, fought a lot, and started, started Baby Step 1, the next pay cycle. Wow. That is, so. uh, that's an intense process. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Mm-hmm. How long y'all been married? Uh, we just celebrated 10 years in yeah. July. Wow. How old are your kids? Uh, so Phoenix is 17, uh, and then we have Noah, who's six, and Lily is four. Awesome. Wow. Very cool. Yes. Very cool. Wow. That's a, you know, when you have something that dramatic that just hits you in the face, you got to face it then. You right. can't you can't just walk away from that. I mean, it's two in your face, right? Right. So you had to do it, both of you. Right. And, and so that that's that gives you enough emotional energy to run through the CTX to the Ford Focus move. Which <laughs> it takes some emotional energy to do that, right. or the Denali to the Civic, either one. But uh, wow, wow. I um, again, thank you for serving. I grew up as a military child, and some things probably have changed. So tell me. But one of the things I see common from back when I was living on uh, in Fayetteville at Fort Bragg I would see these young young guys get their their signing bonuses get their first check and run sh- to the car dealership mm-hmm. and buy the the big nice brand new cars to that young person listening to you today what would you tell them that you wish you knew when you all first started in the military with all the great benefits that you all receive so for me, uh, I, I work with probably like 30 young men and women that are around in their younger 20s yeah. and teens, some of them. Uh, and I explain to them to do not go out and uh, get a car that you can't afford, you know, uh, save your money. Many of them have the money to buy a car in cash, but uh, it's a flashy thing that they keep in the parking lot is what they want. Yeah. And they think that's, you know, like a, a showstopper. But uh, if they save their money and they do right by their money, they can actually drive whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And that's where I had to learn myself. And I, I'm able to talk to them about that because I've had to walk that line myself. Yeah. And uh, hopefully for those out there, uh, they do it the right way and they save the money and buy a nice car yeah. in cash. Yeah. 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 We, we've got a lot of the chaplains teaching Financial Peace University all over the world through the military. And uh, I've gotten the opportunity to be on several installations, several bases around and it, especially in America, it amazes me that when you leave the gates, there is stupid for two miles on both sides of the road. <laughs> That's true. Like every dumb thing a 22-year-old can do on the planet, yeah. stupid human tricks, stupid financial tricks, whatever they are, mm-hmm. they're on both sides of the road for two miles outside of every base. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst of the worst. <laughs> and it's, man, I tell you, you guys that are officers and senior and, and senior. Uh, people have a real job, you know, just corralling some 22-year-olds that have, or 21-year-olds that left home for the first time and keeping them out of that. That's a deal, man. It's a real deal. I think we focus on small goals for them. Um, when we try to share our story, we try not to say, hey, pay off all your debt and sell everything and don't eat out for three years because then people are like, whoa, no thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah But true. we try to sell it to them, um, you know, in small doses. And one that's really effective is showing them the calculator. You know, so if you invest yeah. your car note, it'll grow to this Come much on. in 10, yeah. 20, 30 years. That's a $5 million car you're driving. Hope you like it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the $27 a day is $10,000 a year. That seems to be really effective to Come people on. as well. That's good. I like so, it. Small doses awesome. for me. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you. Again, thank you for your service. Thank you for your incredible story because uh, you guys went all in. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you, there's no question. You've completely changed the way your brain works about money. I mean, you've, you blew up everything. That, that's, it's very impressive. I, I, it is strenuous. That, that much emotional shift in two years and nine months is strenuous. It really is. It adds a stress level to your life to just have that much transformation going on, even though it's positive. You know, so very, very, very well done. So very proud of you guys. Got a copy of Chris Hogan's book for you, Everyday Millionaires. We want that to definitely be the next chapter in your story, and I think you're well on your way. And uh, the, the good news is, Larry, yes. you're going to get a better car later. Yeah, Don't worry, Dave. I already got that. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. I love it. Well, I want you to have a good car. Yeah. <laughs> These people driving a junk car, and they go, that's my Dave car. I went, wait a minute. <laughs> right? Your Dave car is when you get rich and buy anything you want. Come Thank on. You. That's your Thank Dave you. car. Yes. So let's get the kids in the picture before we do the scream and introduce some Phoenix. Noah and Lily are with us to do the debt-free scream together with their mom and dad. Yeah, Dave oh, Phoenix couldn't make it today. Oh, but, uh, okay. Noah and Lily okay. will be here today. Perfect. That's Shout it. out to Phoenix. That'll, yeah, that'll, that'll, still, mark, <laughs> that'll still mark the day. Yes. All right, count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free. <laughs> this is the Dave Ramsey Show. Anthony O'Neill, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today here on the air. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jason is with us in Detroit. Hi, Jason. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help? Well, I had a question for you. Um, I've been working with a financial advisor who's given me some advice, and I follow the show. I'm on Baby Step 7 currently. Um, but he presented me with an idea that was a little outside the box and I have term life insurance. I've been anti whole life, but he presented me with this infinite banking concept. Jesus, you're um, kidding me. Money. Yeah. I have excess money in a savings account and looking to rebalance my portfolio to get it to work a little bit harder, wow. but my risk tolerance is a little bit low. And he showed me how you can do this where you overfund the whole life policy, yeah. you can access the money, you break even in year seven, and then yeah. the dividend outruns what you put into it. Yeah, it's a It set. doesn't seem like a terrible idea in that regard, but I just wanted your, your take on yeah. why you know, that might not be the best well, way to go. The, the problem is that you, where it gets confusing is that, um, God, he's selling a dividend. A financial advisor? Is this, a, this is an insurance guy. Well, he's he's both. They have, you know, it's one of the bigger companies. Um, they yeah, like have Northwestern a, Mutual or Prudential. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's an insurance guy. He's not a financial advisor. Okay. I was about to okay. Say. So, because those are both mutual companies. Now, uh, there are two types of life insurance companies, mutual and stock. Okay. Likely okay. you bought your term unless you bought it from him. From a stock company. A stock company, stockholders own the insurance company. A mutual company, which is Prue and Northwestern State Farm is mutual, is the policyholders are actually the stockholders. Okay? Okay. So when 
the company makes a profit, the policyholders receive a dividend, as if they were a stockholder and received a dividend. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. Now, follow the math here. If you are the owner of the company and you're also the customer of the company and the only place the company gets money is from the customers that are owners and they give you money from a profit, by definition, that means it's because they took too much from you as a customer. There wouldn't have been a profit otherwise. Okay. So the IRS has deemed, consequently, that mutual life insurance company dividends are not dividends in the true sense of a dividend, that instead they are, and this is the IRS's language, they are instead a refund of a deliberate overcharge. So they overcharge you in order to give you some money later to make you feel like you're making money off of them. And it's absolute hogwash. It's a pass-through. Mathematically, it's a pass-through. It's, ha- it's the way it has to be. It's the legal definition of the freaking company, and the IRS says so. So, yeah, yeah. the thing I didn't love is, you know, you when you take the money back, you basically are paying an interest rate on it. Exactly. And are, who, whose money are, is this? Right. That you're right. Bar- you're borrowing your own money and you're paying them interest? Yep. This is so infinite banking for them. Yeah. Yeah, the infinite banking yeah. concept is is old school, whole life, done poorly. You need a real financial advisor not an insurance broker that's trying to sell you a load of manure. And so, yeah, the other thing is is that your cash values that are sitting there all die with you. So whatever cash you put into this is equal zero at your death because they only pay the face value. Prue does not have a policy. Northwestern Mutual does not have a policy that pays more than the face value except universal life Bs, which are not in infinite banking products. And universal product B is where they charge more than they usually charge, which basically buys the insurance so they can still keep your money is the way the math actually works on this. So you're dealing with one of the most expensive insurance products in the marketplace if you're dealing with either one of those two companies. I would stay completely away from both of them. They're, um, everyone in the financial field except people that work for them, we all think they're a joke. All of us. Anyone who's academically trained or has any kind of CFP or anything else, when they, when someone says they work for Northwestern Mutual, we just kind of laugh and go, yeah, right, you screw people every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, you need to get away from them, and you need to go get a real financial advisor that can help you do some real investing that takes into consideration your low risk tolerance. Low risk tolerance does not need to lead you to losing your money 100% of the cash invested at death. Yeah. That's a bad risk tolerance thing. So you need to move on, dude. You need to move on. But because the, the, and the whole thing of the dividends are paying for it is such a joke because the dividends are the refund of a deliberate overcharge. So who's paying for it? If you were getting dividends from a, if you own Home Depot stock and you got dividends from that, then Home Depot's making a profit, but right. they're making a profit off of their customers. Yes. And I'm the owner yeah. of the investment. I get that dividend. That's different yes, than if I am the customer and I'm the stockholder, thereby the only way I made a profit was off of me. Myself. So I pay you an extra 100 bucks, and then you give me 70 of it, and I'm supposed to feel great about that. Right. Yeah. So that's what this amounts to. 
And so you guys that are working with State Farm, when you get your little dividend check, that's what it is. It's the refund of a deliberate overcharge. IRS verbatim says that. Yeah. And that's why you don't get taxed on it. If you get a dividend on Home Depot stock, you get taxed on it as income because it's real income. You really made an investment, and then you really made an income. So that's what's going on with that stuff. So do not buy anything in the life insurance world based on dividends. Uh, You look at the price, look at the structure of the policy, and uh, you'll usually find that mutual uh, companies, by the way, are the higher priced. So when you go to a quote service, like a Xander Insurance, and you get quoted on term life insurance, you're going to find no mutual companies in the 42 different companies that they give you a quote from because they're not competitive. Why? Because they charge more so they can give some of it to you back later and make you feel like that you got something. (laughs) That's really what it amounts to. And that's why you won't find them. They're not competitive. Yeah. Dave, you're fired up about this one. Man, I tell you what, pisses me (laughs) off. Infinite banking my butt. Oh, okay, Dave. Infinite banking is for them. Yes. The only listen. The only thing you that that agent has for his whole life is a need for your commission to be paid to him. Absolutely. That's the only whole life thing that is involved here. Uh, the, this these products are horrendous. Yeah. And, and you know it, it, it's bad enough when they feed on the middle class, but that guy's a baby step seven man. He's probably a millionaire. Yeah. And 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 they create such a jumbled word picture that you can't cut through the BS, and yet, you know, the thing about him, here's, did you notice what happened with him? This is interesting. You know, it didn't feel right to yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He felt it, didn't he? Yeah, he felt it. And that's probably because he's going through our process and he knows what we teach. Well, it's not just that. He didn't just say, well, Dave says it's wrong. Right. He's, there's something wrong here. I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Overpay and get money back. But, I mean, you ever have those feelings? I don't know exactly what's wrong, but I smell a rat. Yeah. Which means there's a dead rat in the corner somewhere. Yes. I just hadn't found him yet. Or below the couch. Something stinks in here. Yep. Something stinks in here. Mm-hmm. Something got in the house and died. You know, I got a smell in here. <laughs> what is it? Something's wrong. You got. You can't find it. Yeah. You can't put your finger on it. But how many times have you been in a situation with a person or with a product, a financial product? You know, you had one. You had one. You were buying an item. I won't say what it was on the right. air, but you got the smell off the people, and you ran. It wasn't three weeks ago. What was it, Dave? Tell me. You got to have a <laughs> What was it? I'm not going to because <laughs> they might be listeners, and I'm not oh, going to do that to you. I'm going to throw you I'm, under the bus. No, but say you it. walked out of a deal into uh-huh. a different deal. Not oh, long ago. yes, sir. I and was sure I, was, did. Was it not the same thing? It was the exact same thing. The Holy Spirit thing. inside of you said, I smell Smells, a rat. Yeah, something's not right. Something be wrong and with these I, people. I ran. This deal is there. I can't put my finger on it, yep. but this deal is bad. Yes. And you ended up in another deal. There's a much better deal because you listened. Even though you couldn't logically explain it, you could listen to your heart. Absolutely. Yep. Listen to the bell when the bell rings. Whew. It's called the Holy Spirit. Yeah, thanks. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Oh, man. Hey, it's Kelly, associate producer and phone screener for The Dave Ramsey Show. If you would like to do your debt-free scream live on the show, make sure you visit DaveRamsey.com slash show and register. We would love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story.
If you're looking for fun and practical ways to save money in your everyday life, you need to check out The Rachel Cruz Show, a podcast from money expert and my daughter, Rachel Cruz. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz, and I'm so excited to tell you about my podcast. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, they're in debt, they don't even know where to begin, but they have this need, this want to get in control of their money. And if that's you, you have come to the right spot. So in each episode, you're going to get a ton of inspiration and practical advice. If you've not subscribed to the Rachel Cruz Show podcast, make sure you do it today. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including the Rachel Cruz Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.